Hello, hello, you're listening to the Grace Undeserved Podcast. This is Gretchen Carrasco. This week is Mental Health Week. And on Sunday is Mental Health Day. Today is October 5th, 2021. I've been wanting to talk with you all about some pretty deep things and I don't have this planned out. I'm just going to just talk with you and share with you some things on my heart and my mind, uh, some things that have transpired this week. Um, I really want to to share with you more about my journey with my health and with the medical system, and I will get to that. However, I feel there are some people that might struggle with the same thing that I struggle with, and that's anxiety and depression. And recently, due to some health issues that I had to get figured out, I'll tell you more details about that in another podcast However, with with those health challenges, it exacerbated my anxiety. And I tell you, it it I felt like I had postpartum depression, PTSD, and that I was hitting puberty for the first time. I don't even know how to explain it and it's I can laugh about it now only because I'm I'm in a better spot, but honestly, if you're listening to this podcast because you have some serious struggles in your life with depression, bipolar, anxiety, PTSD, um, just traumas that you have faced, whether it be in your childhood, adulthood, uh, within marriage, as a wife or a daughter or a son or a husband any kind of addictions, uh, any kind of anything that has gotten in the way of you being your best self and that has been a huge struggle, you have come to the right place. It was about probably a few weeks ago I reached a point where I just was having these thoughts like, your kids are better off without you. Like you, your husband doesn't need you. You, you just need, I didn't even want, I, I realized that I was sinking into like this hole and I recognized it somewhat, but at the same time, it was a struggle because my mind was playing tricks on me and my it's if you haven't experienced depression then i want to to share with you what it feels like i'm going to do the best that i can and if i cry i cry because it's huge like the feeling that this darkness is just pulling you away from reality 
your anything that matters, things that are really important, the things that are important, your family, your, your life, your friends, your children. It's this darkness that literally will overtake you if you let it and you don't fight it. I was feeling like after recently, I just was feeling like I didn't want to be on this earth anymore. And I, and it started to scare me because I was like, wait a second. Like, (laughs) I love my family. I love my children. Like what the heck is going on with my mind? And I was feeling so stressed and so overwhelmed with just normal things. My blood pressure went when I went to my primary care physician uh, just like two weeks ago, or maybe it was just a little over two weeks ago, I get really nervous now when I go to doctor's appointments. And it's almost like it's traumatic for me. I, my heart pounds so fast and my blood pressure goes up and i was dealing with higher blood pressure like i couldn't even believe i'm like an ideal weight and whatever that happened to my body over these past several months that it just my, i would get so confused and my blood pressure was like 186 over 114 at my primary care physician's office, like I said a couple of weeks ago. And I had this long list of symptoms, one being that I felt like I didn't want to live anymore. And she just saw my blood pressure, said we only have 15 minutes, I can't address all of these things. I was specific in the, the requests I was asking for. I was asking for hormonal um, blood work to, to check my hormone levels because I've been down this road before. I've struggled with uh, hormonal imbalances my entire life. I had polycystic ovarian syndrome when I was younger and like I said in past uh, episodes that I've published that my poor mom, my poor anybody like that, you know, had to deal with my hormonal fluctuations. And um, there's just so much that I have on my heart. And I understand, at least in, in my life that I come from a long line of people that struggle with mental health challenges and there is such a stigma around mental health. There is, I think there's like some shame involved in it. People just, and when you you deal with anxiety, of course you have fears 
you're afraid for anybody to know that you struggle with these thoughts, these feelings, this darkness that is can get all-consuming. And you add grief and loss, trauma, family history. You just sometimes think it just makes it worse. So being aware and understanding that you didn't do something to cause this, perhaps. I mean, there are some people that turn to drugs, turn to alcohol to numb out their pain, to, to help with their anxiety, to help with their depression. And some of these things make it worse. I was to the point that the anxiety was so high and it made the blood pressure so high that I didn't want to have a stroke. So I needed to do whatever I needed to do to bring that stress down. But it was almost like it just that I couldn't control it anymore. Um, the, the stress, and I'm like, this is not okay. Well, it turns out that my hormones, I, I have been treated for, uh, with testosterone and progesterone, micronized progesterone. I take 100 milligrams every night and that and the testosterone pellets the bioidentical hormone replacement therapy has helped me significantly night and day difference. I just talked with my husband uh probably probably about 4 days ago and he said it's night and day difference. Just feeling so tired. I was having night sweats. I was, I just, I couldn't sleep. Sometimes I'd wake up a little after midnight. Sometimes I'd wake up at two or four and then just have all these thoughts and worries in my mind and advocating for myself and is, it causes me more anxiety when I feel that somebody isn't going to hear me isn't going to listen isn't going to to take me seriously or think that I even know what I'm talking about and I know what I'm talking about you know what you're talking about you know your body better than anybody else and it's our job when these things happen to us to educate ourselves, to learn all we can to try to help our bodies, help support them, and to get the help that we need. And a lot of times, we might not know where to turn, who to turn to. This medical system is very challenging to navigate, at least in my state um, and maybe it is just, it's across the board. Maybe it's, it's, it's challenging and because you have the COVID situation and a lot of people with, were not taking care of medical things because they didn't want to go out 
And so I, I understand the medical system is, is bogged down. It's overwhelmed. A lot of the providers can't even do their jobs. They don't have enough time. The medical groups have, it, it's, you feel like cattle sometimes that, you know, they're just, or just how many people can we stack in on top of each other? Like, and just how many people can be seen today? And it's a struggle on our end as, as patients, as clients, or whether it be you're seeing a counselor or, um, trying to find a counselor, a mental health counselor, a therapist, any kind of specialist, it is a challenge. And so if for if you're depressed or anxious or having these challenges, it's so it makes it even more difficult when you're just begging for help and nobody is wanting to help you. And I'm here to tell you Keep going. Keep fighting. If you suffer from depression or anxiety, bipolar, any PTSD, childhood trauma, keep moving forward. Try to reach out to anybody. Get the support that you need because you're worth it. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, in the back of my mind, I realized, and I consider it God's grace and his mercy, that I was able to just have an inkling, like just understand, no, Gretchen, that's in those thoughts that you're having, they're not right. And realizing that, their lies. Like I am forever grateful for my friends. I went to church one Sunday. I think it was like three Sundays ago. I don't know. I'm not looking at my calendar. I'm just remembering that I had a difficult time and and my friend was teaching the lesson in, in our women's group. And I really wanted to support her and be a part of the conversation, but I wasn't in a good place. And I had chosen that weekend to take time out for myself and do a little self-care and a little staycation on my own and go to a hotel. Now, granted, I went to a hotel and then I went to the movies with my oldest daughter that's in our home now and just had a wonderful time with her but still feeling really stressed and then went back to the hotel and then I the next day went to a couple of my boys soccer games and then back to the hotel went to dinner by myself went to dinner with my husband spent a little time with him but then back to being by myself because these thoughts and trying to process a lot of different things at that point in time, I needed to be by myself 
and not have more pressure and obligations. And I'm so grateful that my my husband was supportive in that because I, I could not continue down the same road that I was going. I just I just needed a break. Take a break. If you're feeling overwhelmed, I am apparently have ADD, so I'm going to go back to lane one. I kind of switched many lanes there, but back to church that day. And when my friend taught the lesson, she, I just, I kind of remember what the lesson was about and whatever was being taught and sorry I know my friend is probably listening to this but what I wanted to focus on is I believed like the things that she was teaching but my heart was having a difficult time my brain was having a difficult time I was not really feeling like heavenly father and my Savior Jesus Christ loved me. I knew it intellectually, but I was having a really hard time feeling it. And I think that in a way that that's what, for me, depression feels like. It's like even it's a disconnect from myself and it's a being disconnected from my creator and my Savior. And I longed for that. Like I... I was doing lots of different things to connect with them, praying, um, learning through whatever the the leaders in our church. And, and one thing that helped me a ton, like I was sitting in that classroom and all, and I was looking at the door because there's a door that goes out of the the relief society room and i all i was thinking is as soon as this lesson is over i'm out of here and i'm not like that if anybody knows me they would say gretchen loves to talk she loves to connect with people she loves to and all i was just feeling like i needed to get back to the hotel and i don't really want to be around anybody right now and I was tearing up and just just not feeling good. And as soon as the lesson was over, I just went straight for the door. And my friend called me out, called out my name and was like, Gretchen, where are you going? Wait, don't leave, you know. And I, and I was parked pretty close to that door in the parking lot and got in the truck and I was going to leave. And... She said, don't leave. And I knew she knew, like, I wasn't okay because I don't do that. Like, usually I talk up a storm and my family's waiting for me and, and everything. But I wasn't going home. I actually went home to help get the kids ready and stuff, I believe, before church. And so I wasn't, I wasn't totally disconnected to my, or disconnected from my family and I didn't want, really want to be, but I knew whatever was going on in my body needed, I needed help. And so my friend came out 
stood stood next to the door and talked with me. I don't. I'm trying to remember our conversation. I remember just feeling like whatever choice I make, there's always a price for me to pay. And I don't know if I'm a perfectionist. I strive to do what I feel is right. And sometimes, a lot of times, I don't make the right choices or choices that I think... um, Let me back up. Some of the time, the things I decide to do uh, in my life thinking that it's it's the best thing for me. Maybe it's not, you know? But I put so much pressure on myself. I always have. I always have put so much pressure on myself to be so good, to do everything right. I guess that might be a perfectionist. <laughs> and But I feel the weight sometimes of the world on me. And so... I've been seeing a counselor and she has helped me a ton. And one thing that I have not quite grasped yet is loving myself. I am a lover of people. I love to connect with people. My true self is somebody that desires to help so many people to love them, to accept them for who they are. I don't care if you're white, brown, black, pink, purple, blue, straight, gay, anything, anybody, any background, I can accept you and love you for who you are. And I'm sorry if I didn't mention every single person or race or um, sexual orientation. I just want to express that I have that love in me to give other people. But when it comes to myself, for whatever reason, I can't give myself that grace and love and kindness and compassion that I can give to a stranger. And I just have been working on that. And this is a huge thing for me to understand that that sometimes my desire to be to be friends with everybody, which started when I was a child, I would get upset if somebody didn't want to be my friend. I've always had this desire to connect with people. And maybe somewhere down the line, I'll be able to connect with even more people and to help them in whatever way uh, God permits or guides me or helps me to to do but my mom I just talked with her not too long ago and she's like Gretchen you you always just you'd be upset like if somebody didn't want to be your friend or and 
They had to have special little lessons just for me, apparently, about friends. And if you want to be a friend, or if you want friends, you have to be a friend. And I struggle thinking sometimes in a friendship that I take, that I take, that I take, and that I don't give. And I, hopefully that's not the case, but these, I'm just sharing with you some things that I struggle with and maybe some of maybe you struggle with this and you second guess yourself and you worry maybe that you've said the wrong thing to somebody or maybe offended somebody when you really didn't mean to and just learning to love myself I am really striving to do that striving to forgive myself when I fall short and and in within my family like um, I think when my friend listened to me when I was in the parking lot made all the difference in the world even though I didn't want that I wanted to be by myself and I always knew I always know if I don't want to talk to people, I mean, it's okay, first of all, if you don't want to talk to people. But for me, personally, if I want to start isolating myself, warning, 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 that's not me, first of all. I mean, that's not who I am. The real Gretchen, the true my true self is somebody who wants to be with people. I get energy from people. I'm an extreme extrovert. I've learned in my older years to enjoy being myself by myself every once in a while. And I think the older I've gotten and, and just the health struggles, uh, I get tired towards the end of the day. And so sometimes towards the end of the day, you know, it's like I get pretty tired and then I'll get grumpy or whatever and need to put myself to bed, <laughs> put myself in time out. But, <laughs> but um, I am so grateful to my friend who took time out and, and listened to me and I shared with her some things and she encouraged me and, and loved me. And literally probably put her her stuff, her responsibilities aside for the moment in my behalf to to be there. That is huge. Find your tribe, find your people, find people that you can trust. Sometimes that's hard. I have a difficult time trusting, especially doctors and medical. And I'm not quite sure where that stemmed from. Who knows? It could all could have went all the way back to when I was born. I have no idea. It probably doesn't necessarily matter why we feel the way we do sometimes. It does matter if it's something that needs to be addressed, some underlying health challenge 
that could be causing anxiety or depression. I just tend to have anxiety all the time that I apparently have learned to live with. And there's so much that I that I want to share and I will but at this point in time I want you to know as I've always said you are not alone don't believe the lies that you aren't important that your life doesn't matter that your kids or your family or your friends or whoever are better off without you that's a lie It is a lie. And I want you to believe that. Believe that you are meant for so much more than to give up on yourself. And I appreciate my counselor who encouraged me to fight for myself. And I'm learning so much about myself and... I hope that you will do that as well. I like to see things objectively, maybe too objectively, and I love to analyze myself. And maybe that's a a mental health challenge that I have, whether it's OCD, like obsessive compulsive disorder, anxiety, you can put a label on probably so many of my personalities. I actually asked my counselor the other week, I said, am I neurotic? And she said, "Um, no. And I'm like, well, I looked up the definition while I was laying in bed with my husband And he had his phone, and I said, look up neurotic. And I'm like, it said, like, something about being obsessive. And I'm like, that's totally me. So I asked her, and she's like, "Um, Gretchen, no. I have clients that they are are actually neurotic, and you're not. Then I'm like, am I bipolar? Because sometimes, you know, I'm up. I'm a little happier than, than sometimes when I'm... I'm down, and she said, you're not bipolar. And she's a heart-based therapist, so she doesn't, she doesn't diagnose. I mean, I'm sure there are probably some people that would diagnose me with different things, but the point being is that I'm a human being. You're a human being, and you have needs and desires and... I'm guessing you need to have your voice heard and for people to care about you. And I think sometimes I've looked outside of, of, of myself to, to get that love, to get that acceptance, to get that praise, because I didn't have it inside of me for whatever reason. We can explore that later. But so today... I encourage you to find some things that you love about yourself. Just even if it's one thing, just in things that you're grateful for. I am grateful for this opportunity to talk to you today. 
Even though you can't see my face, I hope that you can feel the love that I have for you. And how I want you to succeed in your life. To find your best self. Your truest self. The person that you were born to be. And fight for it. Fight for it. You are worth it. I'm worth it. My children are worth me being my best self. And with that, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Grace Undeserved podcast. God bless, my friends.